Hi guys, what's up? Welcome back to All Over the Place. I am your host, Nikolai Goslin, and today I am joined with Callie Pittman. Yes, baby. Um, I am so excited. I haven't recorded with Callie yet. I've only recorded with like most of my friends and then most of Lauren's friends as well, or like friends that I met through Lauren. Um, but let's go ahead and get into what's new also lauren is in the room you can literally hear um but it's fine okay let's get into what's new callie what's been going on this week um i've been doing nothing but working okay what like what's your job uh i am an stna and an activities aide at an alzheimer's center oh that's cool i i volunteered at an alzheimer's center before yeah Yeah, stress yeah it is stressful um okay anything else um i'm at lauren's house now (laughs) yes y'all been hanging out um for me i have just been like working on like youtube videos and then um like i've just had more time to do that since like school's over um and then i'm like selling clothes on depop so i've been making money from that um and that's been fun um because I like will go thrifting and then I will like decide if I want to take a picture in it or not and then after I like take a picture in it I like sell it so it's (laughs) kind of like a win-win for me but um yeah that's what I've been doing okay let's get into the quote of the pod you go first um my quote of the pod is not my circus not my monkeys (laughs) (laughs) No one, no one say nothing about anything. Um, that's actually a quote that I, I have like this account. And I put it on there, but you guys don't really know about it. But I'm sure some of you do. But I'm not saying nothing. But um, yeah. I mean, it's not my quote, but like. I did make a thingy out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. My quote. Is, my quote's very different than yours, Callie. <laughs> okay. Since it's like mental health awareness month, you guys know I am mentally ill. Um, so this quote says, mental illness is not a personal failure. And I found this on the Instagram account called Heart Support. And I really liked this because I struggle with something like anxiety, depression, different, you know, disorders. <clears throat> but um, this really helps me because sometimes like whenever I like have anxiety or I deal with depression, like it can seem like I am a failure, but I'm really not because it's not my fault. Like I didn't ask for these things to come upon me. So if you struggle with that, then I think that's important to remember that. It's not your fault. Um, but yeah, okay. Callie is on here because I want her to tell some paranormal stories because she's had some things happen to her throughout her life and it's very interesting. And honestly, like a lot of these podcast episodes that I do are 
like advice-based or they are like about like finding yourself or like productivity tips or you know self-care stuff whatever but um I want to start doing more stuff like this just like story times and like spookiness um it's just really interesting to me and especially like paranormal stories um and in particular um are really interesting to me so yeah but I actually want to talk about or I actually want to talk about like how we know each other Callie (laughs) so you want to interrupt yes um I prepared my fashion fave and song of the week (laughs) okay but that's till that's until later we don't do that until before the episode ends. No, okay. I was gonna say I I really struggled preparing those, so <laughs> it's okay. Okay, I, like I was doing an assignment. <laughs> I was like, make sure you got it. Okay, you want to tell them how we know each other? Um, we know each other because Miss Lauren over here, she just has these wonderful friends from Texas, and then she brought them up, and she was like, "Come experience Ohio," and then. Her mom was like, Lauren is not driving to Pittsburgh to the airport. She's like, Kelly, I'll give you some money if you go pick them up. So me and Lauren, we went for a little drive to Pittsburgh and we picked up uh, Nicolette and her sister Alexandra from the airport. And then we just like we were all in a car together. So it was like we were mm-hmm. forced to like get along and know each other. And we went to Wendy's. What was it? Yeah, we did go to Wendy's. Alexandra got like fries, I remember good times but um i remember like that night you you told us about your paranormal experiences because it was like really late at night and like i think i started the conversation because i always am like like asking about that kind of stuff i just think it's super interesting and like talking about it and like i don't know just like the feeling of being scared is like cool to me i don't really know but just i don't know i've had a couple of stories that i've had happened to me um and I've actually told them on the podcast so if you guys have been listeners of the podcast for a while then you know that I did this thing called podtober and I talked about those those kinds of things and I shared other people's experiences so um yeah Callie do you want to talk about your experiences now (laughs) yeah let's let's just um say a prayer that you know none of the negative energy that's about to be talked about comes and gets us yes okay if you're not religious then you don't have to listen to this part but i'm actually going to pray um and yeah okay let's start (laughs) okay dear lord thank you for this day thank you for callie and for her being on all over the place thank you you guys for listening or watching on youtube and i pray that we stay safe while we are talking about these things and yeah amen (laughs) i'm like and yeah in the prayer like what's wrong with me um i am so bad at praying but like it's fine but (laughs) please protect us because i don't want anything to happen to me um also like i've been experiencing some like weird vibes lately what about you um i i don't know i feel like i am more open like more exposed to like spiritual like things yeah that kind of stuff so i feel like that's like an everyday thing and especially working in a place where a lot of death happens it's just oh, eerie yeah. all the time oh you can talk about that too like yeah i have some like weird s- stories to share from that too okay 
Okay. Go ahead. So the main part of the story is like all about my house and everything that went on there. But the story actually begins in Texas when my family went, um, my brother went to this football camp and we stayed in the Gunter Hotel in San Antonio, Texas. Oh, yeah. Um, because we had paranormal experiences there and we had thought that a spirit had followed us from their home and that's where my house got its haunting from mm-hmm. so it was like attached to you and your family yeah that's what we had thought but the experiences that happened there were um we got there we arrived you know we're like oh this hotel is beautiful and then we start researching it like just looking it up you know and we come across like gunter hotel like paranormal uh ghosts and we're like um what is this about you're like yeah literally so um we just find out that like a man used to take prostitutes there and one night he chopped one up in the bathtub and then killed himself and that's what was haunting the hotel then so we kind of like sleep on this information we're like um okay um The first thing I remember happening is we had gone on a ghost walk around San Antonio because it's a very haunted city in general. And at one of the hotels, they said something about um, like in that that paranormal experience, they smelled like burning bodies or something. Mm -hmm. Just keep that in mind. So we go on this ghost walk, whatever. We go back to the hotel and my brother went to get us ice for our room. And he came back and he's like joking around. He's like, oh, it's, it smells like burning bodies down there. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, don't say that, please. You're like, please that. don't, please stop. And so he's like, no, I'm like kidding. But it actually smells really bad down there. And we're like, well, like, what are you talking about? He's like, I don't know. It smells like rotten eggs. So we look it up on the internet. And what do you know? The smell of sulfur or rotten eggs is um, a scent that's present when a spirit is around. Like, it's often... Yeah. Yeah, often uh, smelled when a spirit is around. So we were already freaked by, freaked out by that. And then my brother, he just thought, like, this whole thing was a joke. He thought it was so funny to scare me. So every day he would stop on the, the floor that the murder happened and just, mm-hmm. like, make the elevator stop and be like, oh, the ghosts aren't real, and I'd be bawling. Mm-hmm. So our last night comes... We have to be up at like, I don't even know, four in the morning to leave the hotel and go get on our flight home. And uh, so it's around, I don't know, maybe 10 o'clock at night. My brother's like, I'm going to go shower. We're like, okay. Then we hear a gunshot. And I'm like looking out the window and I'm like, what is happening? Is there someone like dying down there? Mm -hmm. Couldn't see anything. So we called the front desk and they're like, no, nothing happened. Like, nobody else heard that. We're like, okay, whatever. So Cole continues on. He goes and takes a shower. I hear the water turn on. It runs for a little bit, and then it turns off. He comes out completely dry. He puts his earbuds in, and he goes to bed. And my mom and I look at each other like, that was weird. So whatever, we go back to sleep. I'm sleeping on this, like, little cot by a mirror, and my mom's sleeping in her own bed, and Cole's sleeping in his own bed. Um, it gets to be probably two thirty-three in the morning, and all we—I wake up to Cole saying, "Mom, did you hear that?" 
And I was like, oh no, there ain't no way I'm opening my eyes right now. Yeah. So I just laid there with my eyes shut until I fell back asleep. And then our alarm goes off. We get ready. We go down to the front desk to check out. And we're like, hey, Cole, like, what was that about last night? And for a a while, he would not talk about it. He said he was not talking about it until we were out of the hotel. Mm -hmm. Because do you think that he didn't want to talk about it because he was afraid that it would latch onto him? Yeah, probably. But we got to the airport and we're like, okay, can you tell us now? And he's like, okay, so um, he's, what did he, I'm trying to, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. No, you're good, (laughs) Um, you're good. He said that when he was in the bathroom about to take a shower, he smelled the sulfur scent, like the rotten egg. He went and like went to bed Mm -hmm. and he said while he was sleeping, someone pulled out his earbuds and they had an accent. It was a man's voice with an accent Mm -hmm. and they whispered something in his ear. And that's when he asked if we heard it too. And so we were like, oh my gosh, we did more research. We found out that the man that killed himself and that prostitute was a foreign man with an, he would have had an accent. Um, We called the hotel and like, we were like telling them about like the experience because a lot of people tell them about their paranormal experiences. And they said, Oh, were you guys the room that called down last night about the gunshot? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And they were like, well, you know, I'm not supposed to like say this because I don't want to like, we're not supposed to stop people from coming to our hotel. But um, a lot of people will hear a gunshot and then have a paranormal experience. And they believe it's the man trying to make his presence known because he killed himself. He shot himself. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh yeah, that's where the story all starts is that experience. After that, um, like was that day really weird for you? Yes, it was in it was crazy. Cause I I before like before that I've had paranormal experiences, but nothing of that sort. Mm-hmm. And so after that, I don't know, like when stuff started happening in our house, we thought for sure it was something followed us home from Texas. But you know, later I'll talk about, we found out that's not what happened at all. Okay. So, do you want me to move on to my house now? Yeah, sure. Wait, how, so, does your, like, brother ever talk about that experience ever? Um, you know, he probably, with the way my brother is, he, if you ask him about it now, he'd probably just, like, laugh about it and be like, right. oh, yeah, it was stupid, you know, but, It definitely happened. It definitely was like something that kind of shook him up and he was like afraid of. Right. Because he was the one that was like being all cocky and like, you know, like I'm not scared. You're not supposed to like provoke spirits like that. And he was doing all the provoking. Maybe the spirit, since he was like, you know, taunting it and mocking Mm -hmm. it, maybe that's why it picked him to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would agree with that. Did you ever feel like a presence whenever you were in the room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, like to describe what a presence feels like in a room is like, just, it feels like the room is heavy. Like you feel like weight on you and you like, you just get anxiety. I don't know. I don't know. That's the best way I can explain it is like the room feels heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, 
you just feel all this weight coming down on you. Right. Okay, do you want to tell the story at your house? Yes. Okay, so um, I can't really think about when this started, but I just remember having starting to have a lot of weird experiences at my house. And just like, so people understand, my house was a newer house. There wasn't like, it wasn't an old house that you would expect to be haunted. Mm-hmm. It was a newer house. Was this in Texas or not? Or in Ohio? This is in Ohio. Okay. Yeah. So I just started having some weird experiences. I was always kind of like eerie and I was the first person to say that our house was haunted because I was having stuff going on. Nobody believed me whatsoever. Um, The experience that I remember most before people believed me was we were in my room, my friend and my friend Jade and I, we were in my room and we were just like hanging out, whatever. And we started to feel like there was a ghost around. And so, like, we were, like, joking about it, you know, trying to play off the fact that we were, like, scared. And we sprint down the hallway. We decided we were going to leave my bed. And we sprint down my hallway past the bathroom. And the I don't know how it happened, but, you know, um, the earbuds, like, Beats? There was a Beats case in there. And somehow, some way, when Jade ran past that bathroom, the Beats case literally came flying and hit her in the head. No like, way. I swear. I swear. And we, she just, like, stood there shocked, and so did I. And we were like, what just happened? Yeah. That was the first thing. Nobody believed me. Nobody believed Jade that it happened. Like, your parents didn't believe you? Yeah. Nobody, nobody believed me. That's actually crazy. So, like, you... There was the, the Beats case was in the bathroom, correct? Yes. And it literally just, like, hit yes. my friend. Oh, yes. my God. Like, I didn't see it come out of the bathroom, but I watched it hit her in the head. And, like, my brother wasn't upstairs. It was literally just us. Mm-hmm. So that was probably the first experience. Um, the other experiences I had before people believed me were just, like, my door opening, weird noises, um stuff like that just the normal like typical I guess paranormal things to experience but once everybody started believing me that's when more stuff started happening so my mom began to believe me I it was because our basement at that house was like her spot to make her bath bombs and stuff so she'd be down there by herself a lot And she said when she was down there, her bath bombs would, like, literally roll around as if someone was, like, playing with them. And then one night she was sitting on the steps and someone grabbed her back of her hoodie and tugged on it backwards. And it freaked her out so bad. She, like, literally didn't even go in the basement for a few days because she was so freaked out by it. I would never go in there ever for a few days. I would be like, goodbye, everyone. Peace and blessings. I'm leaving. Like, what in the world? Wait, I did not know about that. Your your that happened to your mom. That's actually insane. Yeah. So that was her first experience. My dad's first experience was he would always get up like at really early times to go to work. So like three in the morning, you know. Mm -hmm. and one time he woke up 
And when he woke up, it sounded like someone was in the basement, like, like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, you know, the beams that hold up your house, like the metal beams or whatever. So there was one of those in the basement and it sounded like someone was taking a, a metal pipe, a metal wrench, like something and just slamming it off the beam over and over and over again. And he went downstairs and there was nothing there. And so that's, that's when he started believing. Um, my brother had multiple friends leave our house because they had something happen in the middle of the night. Like what? Just like feeling something touch them, seeing something and nothing be there, um, feeling just like a presence be there and feeling terrified. Um, trying to think. How long did this go on for? Like from whenever you moved in? Did you like feel a presence whenever you moved in? No, that's the thing. I did not. It just um, randomly started happening one day. And I'd say it went on for like probably the whole circle of like me from me believing to um, like the spirit finally being gone was probably like two years, I'd say. Oh, wow. For a long time. Yeah. So um, did, you guys, did you guys like you knew it was there, but like you didn't really take it seriously? Yeah, it was just kind of something like we lived with until it was like to a point where you couldn't live with it anymore. Was it multiple spirits or just one? Girl, I have to get to that. I'm oh, sorry, end. sorry, sorry. I like get so excited. Uh, okay, go ahead. Another thing, I wish, I wish I could show this to you right now because it'd be such a cool thing to have. But we don't have the iPad anymore. But on this iPad, we used to have. Um, there was a video. My sisters, you know, they're little kids. They like to record on the iPad and pretend like they're making a YouTube video or whatever. I used to. That. And they were doing that. They did it all the time. Well, I was going through them one day, you know, like laughing. Haha, that's like so funny. So cute. They did that. Well, there was a video of they were recording in the living room of our house and they had like left and like ran into the kitchen or something. Well, there was a doll on the floor. And you know what? I still remember what kind of doll it was. It was a Lala Loopsy doll. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was laying on the floor. And in the video, out of nowhere, no one is near it. It just rolls over onto the floor, face up. We had it on video. No way. It was like, it made your stomach hurt watching it. Did your parents see it? Yeah, we all watched it because it was just like crazy. Eerie, yeah. Um, my sisters also used to have little walkie talkies. And we had lost the one. But the other one we still had, and it was in the middle of the living room floor one day, and me and my mom and my dad were all in the living room. And we didn't even think it was turned on, but out of nowhere, like, I, I cannot remember what was said, but a woman's voice started talking on this walkie-talkie. And we're just, like, listening. Like, like looking at each other, like, do y'all hear that right now? So that was another, like, freaky... What did it say? Or was it just, like... No, I don't know. I don't remember at all, but it's just like, it was kind of like, if this makes sense, a motherly tone. Like, okay. yeah. Like it wasn't like a young girl. It was like an older woman. I, I wish I could remember what, what was said, but I do not recall whatsoever. Um, I would just be freaking out. We're all, we're all just like, okay time for dinner now like <laughs> um 
I'm trying to think. I want to get like all the cool stuff, not cool, but like crazy stuff that happened. Um, I mean, it is cool to hear about it, but maybe not to experience. Yeah, I had, I mean, I had a lot of like videos on my phone of like orbs in my room, my dog, super, super weird, Um, just stuff like that. But the craziest thing that happened to me was I decided. I was going to sleep on my floor one night in my bedroom because my room would get so hot. And so sleeping in my bed would just be like miserable. I'd have to sleep on my floor because it was just a little cooler. And I slept on my floor and I just, I went to bed and I had on my TV, there was a clock. It always displayed the time on my TV. And so I'm laying down like on my back and I open my eyes. I wake up, I open my eyes and I look at the tv out the corner of my eye and it's like three in the morning on the dot so then i look yeah i look from the tv straight up and the globe the glass piece that goes around your lights on like a ceiling fan drops right onto my pillow and shatters all over me oh my god all over me all of my floor and it was like you would expect me to like scream right there and I did not. I was in so much shock. I just laid there. My, I was like. And then finally, I it hit me and I started bawling my eyes out. And I went and I slept in my mom's room because it, it literally scared me so bad. Because they're like, what was the reason? Like, that doesn't just happen out of nowhere. No. Do you like still um, like fear that will happen again? Uh, it did. I did for a while. Like even after, like the spirits were removed from our house, I was still like really scared <laughs> about it. But I'd say like at work and stuff now, because I know I know there's stuff in that place. Um, I get really scared when I'm upstairs in the like storage area by myself that something could happen. But not. It's not like a terrible fear. Mm-hmm. Um yeah it's not yeah not terrible uh another experience I had was I also had sleep paralysis for the first and only time while I was there at this house and it's more than just that it gets really weird but in the sleep paralysis it was like a third person point of view I could see myself sleeping in my bed and I watched a woman like crawl up onto my bed and choke me and I was telling my mom about it the next day and she's like you know that's kind of weird like your brother just told me today that he had a like a really like weird dream like that too and so Cole came and he like we talked and just like shared our dream whatever and it sounded really similar Mm -hmm. so we sit down in our living room it's me my mom my friend Jenna Cole and his ex-girlfriend and we grab a pencil and paper and we draw what this woman looked like. And now neither of us are artists, but when I tell you we drew the exact same woman, we both had the same woman and like we both had sleep paralysis, both had the same woman in it. Yeah. Freaky, freaky, freaky. That is like, I'm like, I'm kind of getting the chills right now. That's so scary. So, yeah. Do you think it was, like, the same woman who talked on the walkie-talkie? 
Yes, that's like, and that was the crazy thing is that everything just kept added, like it all added up. It wasn't just like random things, I guess. Was, do you think it was like, um, like a scary looking woman or do you think it was someone yes, who- it was like literally terrifying. terrifying. Yes. So, um, do you, do you remember what, what she was wearing? White. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like a white dress or something. I don't know. Just like made out of cloth. Like one piece white dress made out of cloth. Wow. Yeah. Um, that Was that the most scary thing? I would say the ceiling, the globe thing falling. Because uh, it literally was like two inches away from like breaking my face. Mm-hmm. So definitely not. But that would probably be a second, a close second. Do you think it was, like, an angry spirit? Yeah, probably. I mean, they obviously did not like me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I did... Oh, one more thing that was creepy, and then I want to share, like, the moment that was, like, kind of, like, aw, like, heartwarming. (laughs) Um, One night, I was at my house by myself. Actually, there was two times this happened. I was at just, like, home alone, one of the times I heard my brother come downstairs and shut, like, open the cabinet doors or whatever. And it was, like, loud. And I was, like, Cole, what are you doing? Like, quiet down in there. Went out there. Oh, yeah, my brother's not home. He went to a friend's house. So that was one of the creepy ones. The, the second one, it beats it. I was home alone. And my parents had gone to, like, the little town not too far. They were coming home with, like, dinner or something. And I'm sitting in the living room it's dark and I was watching a movie and I hear my sister's ukulele being played from her bedroom and I'm the only one home so I was like I cannot even sit here I went and sat on my porch my front porch in the dark at night for probably two hours until my parents got home because I, I refused refuse to be in Was it still outside. playing whenever you were outside? Yes, like I could still hear it. Girl. And your sister wasn't home? No, they, she was with my family. Where Did you tell your parents about it? Yes, I told, because they got home, they were like, girl, it's like, you know, like nine, 10 o'clock. Like, why are you sitting on the front porch in the dark? And I was like, because someone's in there playing the ukulele and there was no, no, because it wasn't happening anymore when they got home. When did it, when did it stop? I don't know. It was like, it was like when I was in the house, I heard it. And then I went out into the porch and I tried to ignore it. And then like, in just like little intervals, I would just like hear it. And I was like, Oh, was it playing a certain song? Mm -mm, Just like random, like strumming or something. I don't know. I don't really like, know the ukulele, but like strumming or like a random note. That's it was crazy. Yeah. Did it ever happen again or was it just one time? Mm-hmm. Most of the experiences, like other than like the basic stuff, like I said, like doors opening, weird sounds, like kind of seeing something. I feel like those are like basic, but like detailed experiences, I've, they only happened once. Mm-hmm. And oh. were you like one of the only people that experienced like the most things or like did you have the most experiences out of everyone yeah definitely definitely okay 
Um, the did hard your mom and dad have any more experiences? They did, just like smaller ones. And then like sometimes we we wouldn't really tell each other about what happened if we'd be too freaked out by it. Like I feel like my parents definitely experienced more than they're willing to admit because they were in denial for the longest time. But did they believe yeah. that there was something in the house? Oh yeah, most definitely no. Um the fun the funny part is when I used to listen, I used to be real depressed. When I used to listen <laughs> to sad music, <laughs> I have like I had this little speaker that I would put on like the I don't know how to explain it. Like on my bed, I had this little speaker and I would play music. It's the sad music. Every time I played sad music, that thing will get whooped right off my bed. But if it was happy, she was like, yes. Yes, queen. Maybe she was telling you something. But if it was sad, she was like, get that negativity out of here. And she was yeah, she knocking that speaker down. She was like, no sadness. She was like, girl, don't be depressed. So I just heard thunder right now. And I'm like, this is kind of perfect for this little story time. And also it, there's like a tornado warning. So that's great. Yay. Well, I put a curse on Lauren's house. So that's kind of fun for our episode. <laughs> what? You put a curse on our house? <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I mean, we'll afraid, so we'll just for funsies. Um, so I would like to. Okay, so that was like my experiences. Okay, so we need to move on to like what we did about it because we did. We took action. Um, it started with calling a psychic to see if she could evaluate if there was something in the house. Um, don't want to like go into much detail on that, but it was a pretty cool thing. Like she definitely was a psychic. She told us a lot of stuff that you would never think anyone could tell you. Like what? And she, like girl was on the cell phone, not on FaceTime, on the telephone being like, oh yeah, you're in your kitchen. It's brown. Like, oh, like, um, she was like, your son has sharp objects in his room that he needs to get out. Um, she told my mom that I'm like sneaky. I was like, girl, cut it out. Cut it out. Like, um, no. But yeah, that was cool. But then we moved on to a it's small a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> a snitch. We moved on to a small investigation, like paranormal investigation team. Okay. And they came one time and did a little like walkthrough through our house. Um, the results of that were that they thought that it was something that they couldn't exactly pin, like they couldn't figure it out. Um, so they wanted us to go to someone bigger or better. But they did tell me that my bedroom was the most active spot in the house and that they had experiences like paranormal experience happen while they were in the room. Mm-hmm. So that's the information we got from there. Then we contacted the Ohio State Paranormal Society, OSPS. You guys can look it up. It's real. Um, and they came to our house one night. And it was like an episode of Ghost Adventures. They had the van. They had all the power coming from this van. All the power shut off in our house. Pitch black. 
Um, they have monitors and cameras set up everywhere and they start crackalacking. They get on this case and they're doing all these little tests in these different rooms, um, recording everything. The one girl called me over to the monitor and she was like, Hey, you want to see something like, this is what dust looks like. And this is what a spirit looks like, like the difference between the orbs and that was like, oh, it's like nice. I'm looking at my house right now and I'm in it. And there is a spirit that you're showing me. Love that. Yeah, love that, girly. Um, yeah. Was then it just one spirit or was it several spirits? Multiple. And that's why we were so confused that this was happening because we were like, um, we didn't know that. Yeah. So then they were like, hey, queen, can we ask you a favor? And I was like, Yeah. And they were like, um, so the spirits seem to be very drawn to you. So we want you to come up into your room with us, you know, the most active spot. And we're going to do like a little, like, we're a little thing to try and get them to communicate with us. I was like, okay. So they take me up to my room. It's pitch black. And hi, Papa. <laughs> like, I it was already scared of my room as is, but. It being dark and the fact that we're ghost hunting at the moment, I was freaking out. It was scary. So she's scared because the thunder. I'm sorry. Scared. What were you saying? I said she's scared because of the ghosts. Yeah, I'm getting a little scared, Callie. So, so we're sitting in my room and they're doing this little test with like a flashlight because spirits can use their energy to turn lights on or off. Mm -hmm. Well, that failed because they said that the spirit coming through was not the spirit to my house, but it was actually my grandmother trying to communicate with me. Um, so that like literally made me cry in the middle of this little ghost hunting process. You're like grandma. I was like, grandma, now's not the time. <laughs> But um, after she, like she was all we could get, we stopped that. Um, the woman, the one, the leader, she actually pulled my mom aside into her bedroom and was like, hey, I need to tell you something. Like, I know you probably don't want to hear this right now, but the reason we can't get a hold of the spirits in your house, but only your grandmother is because she knows that your dad is about to pass away soon. And she just wants you to know that she is going to be there waiting for him when he arrives. And days later, my grandpa did pass away. But that was like something that nobody knew about. It wasn't like we just like they we told them when they came in our house. It wasn't like, hey, we're here to go something. We're like, yeah, by the way, my grandpa has cancer. It was not like that. They knew nothing about that. So that was crazy that she told my mom that. Um, but in the end, we found out that there was multiple spirits in our house. Um, they were coming from, we used to have an antique photo album because my parents loved to go to auctions. And one of the things they purchased was this really cool antique photo album with all these pictures. Um a woman and her daughter were both still attached to their picture in that photo album. And so that's where the two main spirits came from. Um, but, um, what era was it from? I have no idea. I wish I could tell you, girl, but I do not remember. Because <laughs> it was like, this was like eighth grade. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's a long time ago. Yeah. So they took that photo album from us and they tried to find family to give it to of that woman and her daughter. Um, but there was no living family. So now it's actually in a museum somewhere. And then the second thing, the the multiple spirits was actually coming from when my brother had bought my sisters a Ouija board and they played it. And since it came with batteries, they assumed that it was fake. And so when they played it, they'd never said goodbye, which the people said left this portal open for spirits. And so spirits were, I, I suppose, just entering and exiting our home as they please. And some would even get lost inside of it. So how many spirits do you think were in your home? I have no idea. And that's what they said. They were like, we can't even estimate how many were here because this portal was open for so long, you know, who knows how many could have been in here at once. So there was a lot of, I mean, there could have been positive energy coming in, but there was also the opportunity for a lot of negative energy to be entering because, you know, it's just whoever did come, I guess. So after that, um, we had lost a Ouija board, but they told my brother to find it and burn it. So he did. We burned the Ouija board and closed the portal. That's good. Yeah. And then they planted medallions um like religious medallions in the four corners of our yard to protect the house so it's supposedly cleansed or supposedly cleansed now like everything's gone i hope for the family that's living there i hope it is gone when did did y'all when did y'all decide to move um i'm trying to think we moved my middle of my junior year of high school yeah so would you say like um you stayed in that house like after it was cleansed for like three years um there's a thunder (laughs) yeah we stayed in it for a while after i'd say i can't exactly remember my memory sucks but like we did stay in it for a while afterwards Mm -hmm. whenever um you tell people a story do they believe you oh my god I have no idea like they'll sit there and I'll be like girl you can think I'm crazy for for all your viewers all your listeners you guys can think I'm insane yeah I sound insane I know I sound insane saying words like portal Mm -hmm. and stuff but I'm the one that lived through this this you think it's crazy until it happens to you and then you don't think it's crazy anymore yes exactly exactly so i don't really care if people give me because my whole family lived through it my whole family will talk about it it was insane mm-hmm. yeah do you think um it made you more aware of like your surroundings too yeah yeah i'd say so D- is your house well, now haunted it you think? my paranoia no no i wouldn't say so Okay. What about um, the Alzheimer's home? Has there been experiences Um, there? I have not personally had any experiences yet. Um, I've only worked there since December, but I, when I went up, so I don't know how to explain this. 
we have like at this Alzheimer's center, we have a chapel, a very big chapel. I believe this place actually used to be a church and then they built off of it and made it into St. Mary's Alzheimer's center. So there's the chapel and then there's a very long hallway that has like an office and then all the rooms. It's huge. Well, if you would go to the right, you would find more offices, but an upstairs, another floor only on that part. And they're actually down that hall where there's offices and everything. Those all used to be rooms and all the upstairs used to be rooms for residents as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I assume there was too many problems with the fact that residents were living upstairs. You know, that means falls and um, having to use the stairs or the elevator, or whatever. So that was shut parents down. Is snoring. Do you hear that? <laughs> no. Now she stopped. Paris. You heard Paris, baby. Snore. It's gonna be okay. She hates rain. She hates. Um, if there's a tornado, we might be having some problems because I am like very afraid of them. Um, ever since I was little, I would have like nightmares about them, and I'm very scared of them. But anywho, sorry. Carry on with the Alzheimer's. <laughs> home. <laughs> um. So, yeah, this whole building, it's all, all the upstairs used for storage now. Mm-hmm. Just, like, it gives off, like, back rooms vibes. Okay. Yeah. Like, it just I looks recently- like a place you've been before or seen in a dream before, and it's, like, abandoned. Like I said, used for storage, but it just gives you the weirdest feeling. The fact that there's, like, locked doors and stuff just makes your stomach hurt. Um, the old bathrooms like literally like I can't even look at them because they make me feel sick but um I'm trying to think there's thought, like, we should we should dive into like what the bathrooms are oh my gosh because I just recently like found out like what that is because some girl on TikTok was like oh I got an Airbnb and there is a mall and my basement yes i saw like the airbnb and i was like what the heck is this it looked really scary it was like an abandoned mall and there was like hallway there there was like this big hallway and it had like doors and stuff and all the comments were like girl get out of there like what are you doing this is a back room or something and i was so confused i was like i was like what is a back room you know like you think of a back room like I don't know, like an old tobacco room. You have back room. You have like your snacks, your like mm-hmm. microwave, your coffee, you know. I'm thinking of like an office or something, but or like a company. But um, I looked it up and it's really scary. Do you do you think that's or do you think that it is real? I mean, I would say so. I mean, if everybody's had these like experiences and like this same vision of things and remember being in a place that looks like these places like yeah I mean why wouldn't it be yeah do you think you can get out of it or do you think you are stuck there like some people are stuck there I don't know I don't want to find out either (laughs) uh don't you're not catching me in that abandoned mall no way no way I don't like malls that much anymore they kind of freak me out yeah I could agree to that I feel like it's just not the same anymore. I don't know if it's because of like social media now and like online shopping that like a mall does or the, a mall just doesn't seem very appealing anymore. Do you have any more stories? Um, I'm trying to think. 
about the what about, like before your house like before the hotel before the house did you have anything happen to you um just like when i was younger after my great great yeah my great grandma passed away um i saw her in our sunroom of our old house like that it wasn't the same house as the other one but that was like a like like calming warm like a peaceful warm yeah wasn't a scary experience um I don't think before that I really had any I've always been interested in this kind of stuff but before that I don't really remember any that were negative I'd say okay yeah I'm like okay um I don't really think I have any stories to tell because I've already, like, told them pretty much. Um, But I have had experiences where, like, I've seen, like, doors opening and closing, but that's all. That's really it. And then, like, I don't know, just, like, weird stuff happening. Um, Or you feel like there's, like, a presence in the room. Yeah, like no, I've had that at hotels before. I felt that. I told Alexandra because she was like, "I want to do something for my birthday. Like, I don't want to be at home for my birthday." I was like, "Okay, um, like I need to get out of Ohio, so let's like I'll come to Texas, but we won't go to like, you know, your part of Texas." I was like, "Let's go to San Antonio, and we're gonna go stay at the hotel I stayed at, or the other one, the Menger Hotel." in san antonio is the most haunted hotel there i went and like walked around it very freaky you can look it up on youtube watch videos of it i was like let's go there so i think that's gonna so um nicolette's listeners that's our next adventure we're gonna be going to a haunted hotel and recording some vlogs there yeah i could be like hey guys what's up it's here it, i'm here with my ghost like what? you got your you just like your hair is snatched yeah <laughs> like boom and then I'm, like wig snatch sorry the, um, the ghost, like whispers in your ear at night and she's like <laughs> not my circus not my market <laughs> this is like Loki scaring me like (laughs) (laughs) like all this talk and plus like the tornado that's about to happen I'm like help you have men that listen to your podcast I'm never gonna have a boyfriend again they're gonna be like no literally I don't think I don't think (laughs) like if guys listen to my stuff or if they watch my youtube videos like i think they have a crush on me at this point because like okay <laughs> because like why would else would they be like watching my stuff you know yeah so um comment i'm just a- kidding i'm literally joking i'm literally joking. if you're a guy watching my stuff okay um that was a complete joke like i was really trying there um anyways okay let's get into the fashion phase before we go um do you want to say your fashion fave uh i almost called you leali oh my gosh that's a compliment leali i'm such a leali stan me but too. i feel like she's gonna be offended that you almost called me her what 
she's just like i am nothing like kelly <laughs> i am nothing like kelly <laughs> that's how she would say it no she would be like that she would be like wait wait <laughs> sorry i'm like <laughs> i'm using some or i'm doing some Lealy slander but she'd be like i am nothing like kelly <laughs> She's like, <laughs> this is this is all love, Leali. I love you, Leali. Like, seriously. you you have to accept it since we already had the beef slander. Yes, the beef slander. <laughs> um. please? please, please, no. I think that's so funny. Beef, beef. <laughs> I cannot. Okay, what's your passion, babe? Baby. Uh, <laughs> Okay. My fashion fave of the week is Olivia Rodrigo's cheerleader moment in her new music video. Oh my god, did you see just spaz? I'm like I love her. Oh my god, I love her so much. Don't eat, don't start with me. Oh, <laughs> um yeah um her cheerleader costume was iconic and also Devin Lee Carlson styled her so my life was made whenever I saw that I was like yeah yeah it was yeah. really great okay my fashion fave is mesh tops and <laughs> like not like fully see-through but I posted a picture in like this brown mesh top and I just really like the look of them I think they look really sophisticated I think they look really fancy and nice and I don't know I feel like we are going to be seeing a lot more of them in the summer I've been seeing Emma Chamberlain wear it and you know it happens whenever that girl wears something everyone else does so um yeah okay what's your song of the week um, my song of the week, I don't really know who it's by, but it's called Meat to Meat. <laughs> Meat to Meat. <laughs> meat to Meat. <laughs> Wait, Meat to Meat? Or Meat to Meat? It's Meat to Meat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she said, she said Meat to Meat. <laughs> oh, okay. Beef to beef. Beef to beef. Okay, no beef. I wasn't slander. No beef slander, y'all. Okay, my song of the week is Mirror Ball by Taylor Swift. And I like this song a lot because I relate to it. Like, I think the song is about um, someone who just tries a lot. Like, they always have to get people to like them or like they think that um getting people to like them is like the most important thing when in reality I don't really think that it's that important and I'm trying to like let go of the fact that like not everyone is going to like you and um yeah I I feel like that is what the song is about um I don't really know but everybody likes you Nicolette I don't really think so. I, I know that there are some secret haters out there. No one has given me like hate, but I know that it's coming. I know that a storm is a brewing, um, mm. possibly. But so I think it's important. To, any hate comments, get them yeah. ready. I, I think it's important to realize, and I want to have like a little talk before we go, y'all. Um, 
I've been seeing a lot of people on TikTok bully other TikTokers, like literally bully them. Um, and it's just not okay. And like, I know none of you guys would do it, but even if like you have done it before, just like don't do it again, you know? It's just just because like I see how it affect it affects like other people. Um, and like also just like making up lies about others is like ridiculous, you know? And like I see like people like Addison Ray, like that girl gets so much hate. And for what? You know, it's so ridiculous and you know she does probably see those things you know and it's just sad and she's a nice girl um so you guys need to stop you guys need to stop um and I feel like she never gets to like talk about that kind of stuff maybe because her PR team doesn't want her to but I'm here to tell y'all stop okay um no ass and race slander over here she's a queen um but yeah so I just had to end with that I don't know why I like started talking about that it was just like on my mind but thank you guys so much for listening to this episode thank you Callie for coming on and Callie uh plug your social media or whatever you want to um my my Instagram is like underscore (laughs) <laughs> my, Instagram is- <laughs> <laughs> my instagram is underscore callie pitman underscore and that's also my twitter and y'all don't need my tiktok <laughs> you're like please no please do not search i'm not um, ready for those hate comments so yeah um my instagram is at nicola.goslin so go follow me on there and then my other instagram for the podcast is at all of podcast and then our twitter is at aotp podcast with two t's at the end and yeah that's pretty much it go follow me on tiktok at nicola.goslin uh and yeah i'm like blanking yeah. out um but yeah thank you guys if nicolette should come to ohio and vlog with us so we are our i am coming okay i'll be waiting yeah I'm, i think i'm going after my little beach trip with my family friends so that's fun um but yeah thank you guys so much for watching and i will hang out with you guys next thursday bye bye